Welcome to Nerds of the Multiverse, where Boom. we discuss... We should, we should uh, do a Happy New Year, and then do that. No? We probably should have talked about this first. Welcome to Nerds of the Multiverse, where we discuss pop culture news. Uh, all right, you know, you're right. Happy New Year, everyone. But we're leaving this all in now, because you, you forced this to stay in. So say Happy New happy Year. Happy New Year, Yeah, everybody. the first episode of yes. 2018. 2018. Off to a killer start, yeah. my dad. We planned everything to a T. May I? Yeah, why not? Welcome to Nerds of the Multiverse, where we discuss... Oh, it's not, I can't even put gusto in it. Welcome to Nerds of the Multiverse, where we discuss pop culture, news, movies, TV shows, and comics. If it has capes or lightsabers, we're going to talk about it. I'm Adam. And this is Robert. And we're in your house. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at nmultiverse, or email us at... I don't remember the email. What is it? How do you not remember it? Uh, I have a short-term memory. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. You can email us at nerdsofthemultiverse at gmail.com. Oh, it's just our name. I probably should it's remember always that. just yeah. been our name. Well, I... You came up with it. I know I did. Do you know that? <laughs> no. All right. Where you're you're lucky that this is going to be a short episode. 2018 is a rough start for me. Yeah. And for this. Now, because of you. <laughs> the pay it forward system in true effect here. Yeah, thank you for listening. See you guys next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's 2018. We got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about some Marvel TV. We'll talk about some DC TV. Uh, we have some news. Uh, not much news but some news yeah um all behind the scenes news and then uh we'll talk a little bit about bright and of course we'll have comics corner excellent thank you well we have some comics to talk to you guys about uh so marvel tv so we're gonna do its own uh episode later but i just want to say runaways is done Mm -hmm. episode 10 yeah season one done they finally oh no never mind Spoilers, they finally ran away. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, oh, do they? Ooh. Oh, yeah, we actually don't know where they ran. They could have just ran Brent, back to Brentwood. Uh, <laughs> back to his home. Yeah. So, guys, everyone, let's go to our respective houses. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we have a whole episode dedicated to it that we'll release soon. Like a recap and talk about all ten episodes. Yeah, um, but for now, uh, I liked it, didn't love it. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah we'll get into it more. Yeah, um, and a piece of Marvel TV news before, since S.H.I.E.L.D.'s the only thing that warrants a lot of time right now, because yeah. we're recording this on a Monday, so the gifted season finale it's is tonight. out tonight. It's actually happening in an hour from now. Yeah, so we'll, by the time we're done with this, we'll Let's watch, go watch it. it. Yeah. Um, and, but then we'll talk about the season finale next week. Uh, we don't, I, don't think, I think gifted's too much for Joe, we don't need to do a full episode dedicated to it. Um, but we Maybe, so, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it ends, I guess, but... Um, but a little bit of news for Runaways and Gifted is they both got picked up for season two. Yep. Um, not surprising for Runaways. Little surprising for Gifted, not because it wasn't good. I actually like it. I just a don't lot. know a lot of people that were watching it. That's the thing is like a, a Fox TV show about mutants, but not the X Men. Mm-hmm. I don't think there were a ton of people that were like, "Well, this is obviously going to be several seasons." Like, I think it, it felt like a let's try it, and it worked. So and I know Fox is usually like, oh, not doing well, gone. Yeah, they'll kill it real quick. Yeah. But do you um, think maybe because of the Disney merger, they're like, yeah, they'll just keep you going? I don't think so. No. I, th- I think I think uh, you know it, that that could still fall through. So if it's not going to make money, then they're not going to do it. Right. Um. So I think it's I think 
it's getting reviewed well enough, and I think there there must be enough people watching it to where it's worth it. No, I haven't been keeping track. Do you know how many episodes uh, Gifted had? No, but it doesn't feel like a lot. It doesn't feel like a full 22, so maybe it was only 13. Yeah, it might have just been a, a, a small first season to, yeah. to see how it goes. But either way, I'm I'm glad both are coming back for season twos. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that season two of The Runaways, and we'll talk more about this, but I'm hoping it's more about them. The kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, but if that is the case, I'm glad that how they did it this way, where we're very like, if we barely see the parents, we don't have to wonder a lot because we know a lot about them. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, so Runaways gifted. We'll we'll talk about. Gifted next week, and Runaways will get its own episode. But what we will talk about this week is Shield. Shield, yes. Um, so we're back after the break. Back this after is the break. first episode after the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. It feels like there was a, maybe not. Maybe the Fitz no, episode. This, no, this was the second episode. Yeah, the, the Fitz break. episode. Right. Did we talk about the Fitz episode on this yet? I don't remember. Well, let's start from there. Yeah. Um, Fitz is back in the band right. <laughs> because he. Oh, because I was sick last week. All right. That's what so we didn't talk about it. Yeah. If you could tell by my voice, I'm still kind of not recovered. Yeah, he did a lifetime worth of smoking just to see if it would work, and it did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Smoking's bad, kids. Yeah. Fitz traveled to the future the long way, yeah. as they put it, which I, I think I, is really I think that's way the best of way of putting it. There's really no other way to put it. I feel like we might have actually talked about it, um, because I feel like I remember saying... Well, I think we talked about his own episode. We didn't talk about the episode where he comes back. So we didn't talk about uh, Quake fighting in the arena. Uh, but then that, oh, that was last week. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. Um, I'm I'm liking it now. Fitz was an element that I was missing and I didn't know I was missing. So I'm glad to have him back. However, kind of a badass. He's a little bit badass. Yeah, he's a completely different character. I I almost wish he wasn't. Because right now he feels a little bit more like the framework fits, and and I think they're doing that on purpose. Because no, think, it is, yeah. Because that's what I'm feeling, and I think he's like getting torn about that, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And and we're we're starting to see a little bit more of the inside of the of Caecilius's uh, family mm-hmm. with his brother, the whole dynamic, and they both got like their henchmen, Cree, yeah. Um, and we get to see a little bit of time of them like hunting together, and it turns out. Ciara, I think is her name. I just call her Girl Cree. That's a good idea. Well, that's that's very modern of you. With balls. <laughs> <laughs> she turns out to be as badass as she's presented oh, in yeah. those two episodes where she fights Quake and holds her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she kills the other hunter guy. Yeah, um, just, just because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And now we have a rock inhuman. Um, yeah. Which, I mean... I kind of want him to be played by Dwayne Johnson, but hey. Oh, can't have it all, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's too busy making... Rampage. So, I know how we were all saying we wanted that. Um, but what I what I like about the Rock kid... Now um, it feels weird saying that. What, what I like about the not Dwayne Johnson kid is, is it fits in more with what we know as nerds about the Inhumans and what they discussed earlier on in like the, the first Inhumans episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. It, yeah, it's like you will be what is, what we, what is needed. And it's like... We're around a shitload of rocks, so we're going to use have a guy that can manipulate rocks. Very cool. I'm having a hard time feel anything for anyone outside of the core shield people. Well, they all feel like they're temporary, right? Yeah, because like, it's like, I think everything's just going to be replaced anyway. Well, I think there's a really good chance that all of the agents of shield are just going to end up back to now. Yeah. So it's like, they're all like, I'll never forget you. Well, you might. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it kind of well, all feels like that. Well, they're going to come back to now. 
because they're here to save the planet, mm-hmm. so they're going to stop it from being blown up. Mm-hmm. And so, good use, good use of blowed up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and all that shit going on, not going to happen. It's going to be erased. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and which we see with uh, now May's on the surface. Yeah, and her and not robot dude. She was res- she was rescued by. Well, he's an alien. Yeah, but he's an alien robot. She was rescued by Shield. He's not a robot. Yeah, that's right. He, he's she. She was rescued by the on Earth. Um, I guess what would we remains of yeah. Shield, which is cool. Didn't see that coming. And you saw you you saw who that old woman was, right? Uh, was a little girl, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the force here. Yeah, which explains why they would have survived mm-hmm. because she would know where to go. Yeah. Yeah, and she would know to take them out of now mm-hmm. and send them to the future, which is cool. I, I'm i I'm glad that this is happening because I was starting to feel a little stagnant with S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But now with Fitz back in the band, and now they're like kind of on Earth, some of them, and some of them are on their way to Earth. Like, I feel like now we're, we, we were in desperate need of a location change. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't understand why uh, Mac decided to stay. He's helping the kid. Yeah, but again, these people don't matter. They won't exist if they do what they We've do. seen Mac care about people that don't matter. For That's example, a Code point. of his daughter. That's and, a very good point. Yeah. And of course, he'll be back. Of course, Yo-Yo's going to say Mac. So yeah, well, well, she's yeah. not going to be like, hey, I was thinking, I know we just got back together, but we should split <laughs> yeah, up again. We split up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that Fitz and Simmons have said like a few times, like, yeah, we're not fucking leaving each other again. No. This is bullshit. Oh, when Fitz proposed to Simmons. Oh, but if she couldn't hear it. Yeah, it's like, I told you not to pay attention, but do something. And yeah, but can you, like, I'm proposing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was funny. And I like that uh, Cassilius, is that his name? Cassius, I think. Cass- Cassius? No. I don't know. I feel like I'm saying, like, the wrong guy. Anyway, the fact that he killed his brother. Was pretty fucked yeah, up. Talk about backstabbing. Yeah, we should insert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty surprised by this, um, only because the way he was presented, I really didn't think he had it in him. No. But now it's like because oh, his he, henchman has has the balls. You're yeah. in you're in good form today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I I like where it's going. I hope it continues down this path. But I also really hope that Mac and Yo-Yo get back with them soon. Because there's no... I, they, I don't know. It's a ship full of ships. They can get to the surface. Well, there's an, some, some sort of elevator to the surface. Because mm-hmm. we saw that not-robot alien dude. He was like an elevator or something. And he's like, you know where that goes? Yeah, the surface. It goes down the surface. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm tired of them being split up. The framework, they were all split up. Um... But wasn't the episode called, like, All or No One or something like that? I don't know. No, I was thinking it was, like, Three and One or something like that. Oh, you know what? That was the gifted. That was, yeah. Uh, but three times one. That's, that was gifted. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm I'm hoping that it all kind of... it. All, I'm hoping it all pays off. Me too. Sorry. My iPad wanted an update, and I had to tell it to stop. Why are you going on Hulu? Let's see what the name of the episode was. Because I think it was... The episode was like, everyone stay together, and then they didn't. You know, was this the episode, by the way, that... Uh, no, it was the last episode, right, that Clark Gregg directed. Oh, I didn't... I, I'm i bad, and I don't keep watching that. Um, well, he, he directed. It was his directorial debut on the show. He's directed, I guess, other small stuff. But he, he directed an episode, and he did a good job. Yeah, I... Couldn't help but notice the whole show is in focus. 
That's always a good thing. Yeah, also not really his job. <laughs> uh, together or not at all. That's what it's called. So if it's called together or not at all, why do they split up? That doesn't yeah, make any sense. Because clearly the episode, they, they didn't read the title of the episode. That's the problem right there. They're not reading ahead. Yeah, they're getting lazy in their in their yeah. veteranship of the show. No, just because you're season five doesn't mean yeah. you can skip ahead. We're not impressed. Get to yeah. season nine and we'll be impressed. But yeah. all right, well I think that's enough shield. Yeah. What do you think? I I I'm I'm really curious now that they're on the surface and they have the Zephyr again where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And I knew Melinda May wasn't going to die. No way. I called that she was going to surface. Didn't see the fighting in the arena first, but yeah. They're... Oh, can I just say? Her fighting against the telepath was awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, that was a great scene. And she was able to actually fight him. I know. Very impressed. Yeah, that's awesome. Every now and then we need little reminders that like these badasses are badasses. No so. powers. And she just kicks ass. Yeah. And she's over 50. In real life? The actress, yeah. Killing it. Dude. I don't know what it is. But... Three, two, one. You'd hit it. Yes or no? One, two, three. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. That was a pretty immature segment for us all right um dc tv we're not neither of us are caught up yet i'm, I'm pretty close i think i'm like i'm just like one week behind I'm, I'm finally in the home stretch of gotham and let me tell you i am getting tired of it <laughs> um, you last but, longer but than me the, the problem is it's not the show's fault it's totally just like i'm watching so many hours of content so yeah. quickly well my my problem with the cw right now is that i don't have it's not on Hulu. It's not on anything. I I had to watch it on their the CW website. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of commercials. Yeah. And I don't pay so much money to watch commercials. Yeah. But the new addition to DCTV that's yeah. coming out tomorrow, tomorrow. After Flash. After Flash is Black Lightning. Black Lightning, yeah. We're both going to give this a shot. Um, <clears throat> I, I am going to give it a shot. Yeah. I'm not, I, I really hope it's not connected to the rest of the Arrowverse because I don't want to watch the rest of the Arrowverse. But you, uh, you you pointed out earlier that we talked about it. We're not sure if it's connected to the Arrowverse. I have no idea. Uh, if they're smart, they would connect it. Even, I think even if, if, I think if they're smart, they wouldn't. No, like, I think it's too much. I think I there's already four shows. Yeah, but why? this is another C, uh, DC show on the same channel right at the Flash. Why not every now and then have a cameo or two? My problem with it is the way they use the Arrowverse. Is I think they over crossover. I well, they only've had two big crossovers. Yeah, but they'll have like, especially in the first season of Flash, they had like three or four times where you kind of had to watch the same episode, uh, same week of Arrow as the Flash and all this stuff. And they, it seems like other than Legends of Tomorrow, they've done a a, a good job, depending on how you're looking at, it, of crossing all this shit over. And so, like, if you don't watch the Flash. There have been a few episodes of Supergirl that don't make sense. Well, if there's if you don't watch Supergirl, there's been a few episodes of The Flash that don't make the sense. The Flash has only been in one episode of Supergirl, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. which was a big deal because they were crossing networks. Yes, um, and then Supergirl has been in two episodes of The Flash, but that's because it was a big crossover. Mm-hmm. The so, X thing, project. What was it called? Oh no, she's been in a couple actually. Yeah, were, this is my point: is that like they were fighting Nazis, dude. I don't care. Nazis don't require that many superpowers. Well, Captain America already took care of it. When when Supergirl's a Nazi, yeah. Oh. You did not see that coming? I didn't. Oh, you <laughs> bastard. Um, but this is my point, is that the, I think, live it this way, I think the DC TV universe is more oversaturated with each other than the MCU. Well, yes, you're right. I, I want it to be in the same universe, but they don't need to do crossovers. 
I could get on board with that, as long as they don't do crossovers. Yeah. Like, if they could be like, oh, yeah, did you see what The Flash did? Yeah, man, I don't like that. Boom. <laughs> I could even do less. Yeah, but, like, I I, I would for, agree I with you. I forget the name of the town he, he's in, or the city he's in. Because, like, there's Central City, there's Star City, there's National City. I don't remember, but then they, they all make up their own stuff in D.C. Yeah, that which, which I like. Yeah. It, which, but it's also kind of funny, because there is still, like, New York and Los Angeles and stuff. Um, yeah. But, which was not, uh, clearly not the original intent no, um, originally there was no New York. National I know, but City now they have them. Is LA? Metropolis is New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham, Gotham is, is Chicago. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I was. I I kind of thought Gotham was more like Detroit or like Philadelphia or something, like a little bit more of a dumpier city. But um, throw in Detroit. <laughs> go there. <laughs> You'll find out. Um, yeah, if it was more like Black Lightning is to Netflix, Marvel Netflix as. The Arrowverse is to MCU. I would be fine with that, like that kind of reference, or just like the MCU, where you don't really have crossovers. How often do you have a crossover in an MCU movie? Civil War, uh, Thor Ragnarok, Spider Man, Doctor it? Strange. Who was Thor Ragnarok? Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, but that was a small part. So it happened. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> where am I? That's what I thought. Um, so anyway, Blackland. I mean, lot, this out. people are <laughs> people are excited about this. I'm more than happy to give it a shot. You're gonna watch it. If it's we'll, good, I want to watch it. Yeah, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's wander into a little bit of news because there are a couple of pieces of news. Um, yeah, I'll, something you didn't uh, that's not on the list here. Uh, Black Panther got their new trailer dropped. Oh, I just forgot to put that. Only yeah. a month away from. That seems really late to drop another trailer. There's too much. Yeah. There's too much. I I don't uh, especially because people are so excited for this movie, and I think justly because it looks great. Yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping it's gonna be great. Like I I think the way that Marvel is doing these movies now, and you know, I, you, we're both on Team MCU as far as the movies go. Mm-hmm. Even even the TV shows, we're more on Agents of Shield than Arrowverse and Gotham and all the stuff. Obviously, since we have been spending the last couple months yeah. trying to catch up. Um, but I don't like how. The, how Marvel is marketing right now because I feel like they're shoving the new movies down our throat for like six weeks up to well, the movie. I follow my Marvel Studios on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And it's Marvel. All, it's all just Black Panther stuff. Mm-hmm. And just like six day, or 60 days, 50 days. Like, I don't need a countdown clock. Yeah, like I actually have a calendar. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I, like, I bet you I'm not going to miss it. I'm excited. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy my tickets ahead of time. See, and that's the thing. I'm. It's. I not right now. Not with Black Panther. Not with Thor. And certainly not with Infinity War. But like, in maybe in Phase Four, if they continue down this path of marketing, I'm gonna feel the fatigue before I even see the movies. Yeah, like for me, I'm gonna have to like stop following everything social media of them. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not. We're gonna know it's gonna come out. I'm not gonna watch the. I haven't seen the new trailer. Well, and you, and, you haven't and either, right? And well, for those of us listening at home that aren't us. Um, yikes. Um, <laughs> so the other Robert two. and I don't watch trailers past the teaser and then the first full one. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a new thing for me. It's pretty new for you. Yeah. Also. I pretty much started it with Star Wars. No, uh, Guardians 2. That's when I started it. Okay, so this last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think I started it with Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Guardians 2. No. Before that even. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, I, I think, I think they're just... Given us too much. Yeah. Um, like, for example, and we talked about it on the previous episode, so we won't dwell on it, and we'll we'll wrap this topic up. 
but like I don't need another Infinity War trailer. No. I'm perfectly happy with what they gave us. We've only had the the teaser. Yeah, which by the way, do you remember like five less than five years ago, two and a half minute trailer was not a teaser trailer. Yeah. That was like because now a teaser trailer is two and a half minutes. A full trailer is two and a half minutes. Yeah, the teaser trailer was like ten seconds to thirty seconds. No, I think they're I think how they've always been, in, at least how I remember them, is thirty seconds to a minute. Like, just enough to get get you hungry, but not enough to feed you. Do you remember the teaser trailer for Punisher? The 12-second one or whatever? Yeah, of just the skull and the name Punisher. That that's, was a, that's not that's not what a teaser is considered anymore. But see, that I like that. It's like, cool. I'm hyped. Well, that, that's I'm the ready. thing. All I need is, like, a little bit of vibe. Yeah. I need to know kind of what the vibe is. Like, for example, with the first Guardians. Oh, this one's funny. Yeah. Great. Done. Out. Homecoming. Ooh, this is gonna be funny. Yeah, it's gonna Ow. be. A, it's gonna be a Homecoming. It's a vibe. It's a teen movie mm-hmm. with superpowers. Great. I'm gonna love it. Yep. Excellent. Let's move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I hope they don't continue down this path because I don't need it. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm already excited. Like this kind of marketing is gonna get diminished returns for me. Um, having said that, the MCU is in good shape. <laughs> um, not in good shape. Is DC uh, DC movies Ooh. right? Like yeah. they're they're struggling. Did you see that Jumanji just passed Justice League and Worldwide Box Office? Yeah. The like Jumanji s- was good though. No, Jumanji was good. Yeah. But it is the sequel is. to a pretty good '90s movie. '95. Yeah, and it is a sequel to that that is barely a sequel, yeah. mostly a reimagining. Um, and and didn't have the budget of Justice League. Yeah. Or, or the the actors are great, but not the same caliber. No, and that just got taken, or that just took over. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Cyborg. You know why? And Aquaman. Sorry, because The Rock's in it. He's the franchise motivator. So, so you're telling me when Shazam comes out, DC's back on top. Is he? Is he? Gonna he's be playing. It? I think he's part of it. Yeah. Oh, I could be wrong. It's hard to tell. I hope so. I'll watch um, it. I'm back in. Well, well, you know who's going to make those decisions? Walter Hamada. Oh, right. Yeah, their new uh, DC Movies has a new guy in charge. Warner Brothers uh, reallocated Jeff Johns. Uh, and now... This, so is this like the Kevin Feige of DC? He's supposed to be the Kevin Feige of, of DC mm-hmm. movies. Um, Hopefully he does more than the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars movies. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, if... Uh, well, she's... The, the Last Jedi, some people consider a flop, is the 16th most profitable movie of all time. So, um, it's Star Wars. I'm sure they're <laughs> like, oh, we gotta retool this. Oh no! Um, oh no! Fans are mad. They'll be crying to my mounds of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't know who Walter Hamada is, uh, we don't either. But he's uh, <laughs> apparently the guy behind uh, the It remake and the Insidious franchise. Um, so now every DC movie is gonna be scary. And we know yeah. that. <laughs> I, I actually don't know what the Insidious franchise is. I don't really either, but well, there's one out right now. But you know I don't watch scary movies. Yeah, well, so I don't either. That's why New, New Mutants is going to be a tough one for me. Yeah, but you're going to do it. Yeah, I know. But you got to tough it out. I'm just going to wear my diaper. There it is. There you go. That's gross. All right. Um, Can't pee your pants if you're wearing a diaper. What do you What do you think of this news? Is this, is this good news? Is this bad I, news? I, is this just news? I think this is just news. I think with, with when Justice League came out, DC was in a panic. They're like... What do we do? Let's just fire a bunch of people mm-hmm. and then hire new people. Does this fix their problems? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We won't know. Aquaman is being shot right now, right? No, it's done. It's oh, in it's the done. can. Right. Yeah. So, so that one's happening whether we like it or not. Yeah. Well, I, 
I like Jason Momoa. Momoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always say Moana, but that's not right. Different. Yeah. Different. Different girl. That's Disney. Yeah. Same hair. Yeah. Um, I, I like him as an actor. I liked him in Justice League. He was probably my favorite part about Justice League. Hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. This I. I, I just I, don't want another you know swirling circle of debris. Well, what I hope that Walter Hamada does is go back to what I think these DC characters deserve. And literally just focus on making solo products. Yeah. Like, they don't have to connect. But if they are all successful and you find a way to connect them, then do even it. better. But the focus should be, we're going to make a fucking great, you know, cyborg movie or Flash movie or Green Lantern, whatever. It's going to be great. Let's focus all of our energy yeah. on making this great. We don't need Nick Fury at the end. Be like, we're going to form the Avengers. We mm. don't need that. Because everyone knows who the Justice League is. Even Man of Steel, which is, you know, very... It polarized people. Is undoubtedly one of the better Superman movies. And Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy, is undoubtedly the most successful trilogy of any comic book franchise. And maybe any franchise ever. And they didn't combine them. And they didn't combine them. Yeah. Um, Everyone thought they would. mm -hmm. Well, that, that was the plan originally. It was like, if Christian Bale signs on... That he's going to be the Batman, but you don't need to. You don't need to. And look that, at look at what what was the Danny Elfman, not Danny Elfman. Tim I mean? Burton. Look at the Tim Burton ones, mm-hmm. like and the Joel Schumacher. Those are all four different Batmans, and they're all in the same universe. Well, they got, Michael Keaton was in the first two, but yeah, they got progressively worse and worse. But Batman Returns, I think, is better than Batman. Okay, so right, you're right. But you're right. But then there's the, Batman and Robin. And Batman Forever. Batman yeah. Forever was a nice, solid step down. That then, was like walking on the... Oop, I didn't know oh, there was another step. And then, and then <laughs> Batman and Robin's... Oh, I didn't know that there was a fucking cliff here. <laughs> um, oh, the Schwarzenegger. So, I, I I, mean, Walter, we know, you, we know you're listening to this. Yes. So, this is, a, this is what we know for sure. And we're telling you, just focus on solo stories. Yeah. And if you find a way later to combine them, great. Wonderful. But we will not. We don't want to see them combined if we don't care about them individually. We don't need to see them combined. Mm-hmm. So first step, make good solo movie. Yeah. Second step, make second good solo movie. <laughs> Twelfth step, maybe combine them. Yeah. How many movies did it take to get to just the Avengers? Five. It was the it <clears throat> was the, the sixth Iron movie. Yeah. Two Iron Man's Hulk, Captain Thor, America, Captain America. Mm-hmm. So it was the sixth movie. Mm-hmm. And it paid out. And it paid out. They took their time. Mm-hmm. Three years, four years, something like that. Four years, yeah. yeah or a week, depending uh, on which timeline you're going yeah. for. Uh, and that panned out. And then I felt that they kind of rushed into Age of Ultron. And I don't it think was so. just not as, it wasn't, I don't think it was as built up as the Avengers were. Now we've had a lot of time between Ultron and Infinity War. So there's a lot of new characters, Yeah. a lot of new movies, and they're taking their time. Mm-hmm. Which we love. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but what, I think what every fan is hopefully saying, certainly us, all we want is awesome movies. Yeah. So, Mr. Hamada, power to you. Make it happen. We're going to see it anyway. Yeah. So, please make it good. <laughs> good solo movies. Speaking of solo movies. Now we're talking. Look at that segue, yeah. folks. Han Solo. Wait, no, that's not <laughs> Um Black Panther. No, Black Widow. There it is. Is, we found uh, it. Yeah. Not Red Sparrow. Yeah. Black Widow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Do you know about this Red Sparrow movie? Have you seen the trailer for this? Mm-hmm. No, you don't know this? 
Jennifer Lawrence is a oh yeah yeah covert yeah. It's, it's it's fucking it's Black, a Black Widow. Widow yeah I guarantee you like, I well okay sorry I I didn't mean to cut you off so I'll just say it so we can get this out in the open they attached a writer to the Black Widow movie solo movie that they plan um, the writer is Jack Schaefer um, and Jack is a woman so I saw some other people post and they posted like oh yeah he's gonna be great it was like so it's J A C J A C okay. yeah Jacques. Schaefer, but Jack? it's Jack. Okay. It's Jack. Um, she she's she behind some stuff. Uh, her most recent thing is, and this is an important one, uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. It's a short. Here's is that what, the one for the Coco? I don't know. Here's what's important about it. I didn't see it. But... I didn't either because when I saw Coco, like enough people yeah. got bitched, so they <laughs> cut too. out the Frozen thing. Um, here's what's important about Olaf's Frozen Adventure. It's Disney. She already plays nice with Disney. That's important uh, and good. Um, the only thing I've seen of her, she's only got three titles to her credit on IMDb. The only one I've seen of the three out of Olaf's Adventure, uh, Frozen Adventure, Mr. Stash, which is also short, and Timer is Timer, which is, in, it's an interesting one. It's, it's like basically about, uh, you, everyone's got like a bracelet that like counts down to when they're going to meet their soulmate. Oh, not to when they're going to die? Not when they're going to die. Uh, when they're going to meet their soulmate. Movie. Yeah. Um, and so. How do I get that timer? <laughs> live in this movie 300 billion years uh, ah crap <laughs> but uh but so but from I, I liked Timer so I think this will be good she's getting a lot of heat right now um so I think I think this is a good thing frankly no matter who's writing it it's 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 good that she gets this the only thing I don't like about it is that it does create speculation on is she gonna live through Avengers then because it well, could be a back in time kind of story. Yeah, because like Captain Marvel is in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So this, I and I hope that this is a flashback. Yeah, so we can have her and Hawkeye talk about Budapest, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit, yeah. and then you talk about her, you know, being in the KGB, coming over, you know, not being trusted, mm-hmm. and then becoming Shield's right hand man, basically. Yeah. And then before Hill, but like, so there's a lot of good stories in there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm hopeful for it because I think this is a cool story to tell. Yeah. Um, and interesting and very adult. And people have been wanting it since Avengers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's like, her and Hawkeye are the Avengers that haven't gotten solo movies. Yeah. Um, I would actually be down to see a kind of partner-up movie of Black Widow and Hawkeye. Like like Homecoming with Spider with uh, Iron Man or something like that. Thor with Hulk. Yeah, because yeah. Hawkeye comes in every now and then. Mm-hmm. I'd be cool yeah. with it. Um, I would also be fine with seeing her by herself. Me too. And and like and even before what you said, even even before she's done with Shield at all, I would love to see that movie. Yeah. So good. Uh, breaking news also: Scarlett Johansson is attached to it. Whoa. I know. So we're not Jennifer pro- Lawrence. Not Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I can't believe how close they are. And I guarantee you they're like, oh, people are like excited about this Red Sparrow movie. We should make yeah. Black Widow. I remember seeing the preview for and go. Anyone else catching yeah. at this? this- Anyone else feeling this? This is totally Black Widow, mm. but R-rated. Um, cool. But well, I, it can't Black Widow be R-rated. It, it can be. And maybe probably, it will be. Probably won't. Probably won't. Because not I'm, the MCU. I'm okay with it not, because that would feel like a tonal shift. Yeah. Um, because in theory, with all these MCU movies, we should be able to watch this Black Widow movie. If it is a, 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 prequel. a, a prequel. Which, whether it is or isn't, doesn't matter to me. But my, The word prequel hurts a little bit to me, sure. so just careful. Okay, so when we see Black Widow, Attack of the Clones, released, uh, <laughs> um, but whether it's before or after doesn't matter. 
we should be able as an audience to watch this after or before whatever comes before or after it. Yeah. So that if they did make an R-rated version of it, I wouldn't like that only because then it's like, how do we get to that to Iron Man 2? And, yeah. and that, without making her look soft. Right. You know what I mean? So I, th- I hope they just stay in the same tone, which I'm sure they will. Or, and, they, or they work it where like she's soft because she's done some stuff. Mm-hmm. Or so she's playing nice. Mm-hmm. So they basically, they started R and they like diminuendo into the PG-13. Yeah, maybe. I, her trying to pay back her debts or something like that. Which it's, I, the writer's good. She's yeah. good. Kevin Feige's good. Yeah. Whatever I'm, they give us, we're going to watch. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. This I'm far less worried about. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah. Okay. So that's our, that's our light news because yeah. we don't have a lot. Um, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but Bright. Yeah, we saw we saw Bright, the Netflix show. Netflix um, movie. Right, sorry. This Force matters. of Habit. Force yeah. of Habit. Yeah. First Netflix movie ever. Yeah. Not ever. No? No, they've had tons of movies. I mean, it's a, but but what it is... It's a fantasy cop. What, what it is for Netflix, though, is the first Netflix blockbuster. That is what it is for sure. Nice. Because it's got Will Smith. You know, it's got yeah. Joel Edgerton. Um, I think that's his name. Eddington? Edgerton. Edgerton? Is that the orc? Sea Orc. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we watched it, uh, as you were about to say before I interrupted you. Thanks. It's like Lord of the Rings meets L.A. Well, yeah, it's, it's just something fantasy that's in the future. Like Basically, if you took Lord of the Rings, and that was like our history. Mm-hmm. And then everyone grew up, and, and technologies evolved, magic diminished, and we still have all the different races. They're just now just regular people, you know. Mm-hmm. So... There's going to be, you know, lots of racism stuff. You know, not necessarily between different uh, people of color, but different races, actually. Like humans versus orcs, orcs versus elves. elves. Yeah. yeah. So, Did you like this movie? You know what? Um, I did. I did like it just because it was, it was a little, it felt different mm-hmm. to me. And I'm a big fan of Saga. So if those of you who have listened to this know what Saga is, you know what I'm talking about. The book? <clears throat> well, the comic books. Brian came on. Yes. Yeah. He wrote Saga. Yeah. Cool. I don't read everything. <laughs> the cover? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at the pictures. Yeah. Um, so that that's what it felt like to me. It was very Saga-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in a, in a movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was, everything was in focus. That's true. Yeah. Almost yeah, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> the concept was okay. This, this is what, okay, so as I'm sure you can tell, I don't know if the, the listeners can tell. I did not like this movie. Yeah. Um, but it's because of what you just said. Not not like, not everything you just <laughs> said, but like um, <laughs> there there are, are racism elements to it. Mm-hmm. But I think they were poorly done. Because if you're gonna do it, which this movie should have been, and it feels like it was originally intended to be a race movie, like but like not like uh, not like American History X or, or something like that, but more like how Pleasantville is a race movie. Right. This was, I, it felt like, at least the original idea was trying to be that, but using fantasy. And it did not do that. No. In my opinion. It started that way, mm-hmm. and then quickly took a left turn, and then up the street, and then down the alley, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden we're somewhere else. Yeah, and and it's it's unfortunate because the concept is really, really good. Like, the idea that this other world could take place within our existing world so that everything feels familiar enough, mm-hmm. but also like 
there's curveballs thrown. And and that's cool if it was done right, which I do not think it was. For example... Spoiler alert. <laughs> for example, <laughs> Will Smith is black. What? Yeah, spoilers. Since when? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and his partner, cop, is an orc. Now, they talk about racism... It, amongst just the humans in the movie like and the, and you know that like and, and they may not like specifically address it but like the fact that there are like not just orc gangs but like human gangs and mexican oh, gangs right, and stuff like beginning. that yeah um the fact that there are still racial elements within the human race to me says that will smith even though he was more sympathetic to the orc than any other character wasn't sympathetic enough or empathetic mm. enough to the orc. Um, and as a result, it took too long for him to kind of come around. So throughout the whole movie, I never once liked Will Smith. And he's our hero. I liked the orc okay, but didn't love him. And the girl that they were... Um, the bright? Yeah, the, the bright that they were helping. The elf girl, right? She's an elf. Yeah, I guess. Um, she could hold a wand. She could hold a wand, but so could Will Smith. Spoilers. Yeah, um, kind of. Uh, no, he could. He was bright. Yeah, but he could barely hold it. Well, it's powerful. Yeah, but the other girl just picked it up and used yeah, it. She has training, as we kind of learned. You know what? We need to have a training day. There it is. Yeah. We got it. Overall, I think this is ju- just like Suicide Squad, and I make that comparison not just because it feels kind of the same. Because Will Smith is in it? No, but because da- David Ayers directed it. Oh. Um, who directed Suicide Squad. And what this tells me is that he is good at building a a world and not good at committing to the world. And so I... So you're saying this movie needed two directors. (laughs) Kind of. Him to start it and then someone else to finish it. Let's put it this way. I think that David Ayers, assuming that this was his idea, and it could have not been, David Ayers should have been the George Lucas to anyone else being the director. If that makes sense. And they picked it up for a second one, a sequel. Oh, they did? Yeah. Um, I'm not excited about that. Hmm. I'm going to see it, but I'm not excited about it. Um, but If you still have Netflix by then. I'll have Netflix. Why wouldn't I have Netflix? I don't know. Because Disney bought it and dismantled it. Disney didn't buy it. Not yet? No, you know who's looking at buying Netflix? Who? Apple. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there, if there's a company that can compete with Disney. Didn't I hear something that Apple wanted to buy Disney? No, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> and you just buy one product, it's everything. Yeah, it's like it's almost like these monopoly laws have no purpose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, bright. What what would you give it? Like a one out of ten. Um, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a like four, maybe yeah. three, just only because it was such a brilliant idea that wasn't done right. So, all right, all should right. we take a trip? Where are we going? We're going to Comics Corner. Welcome to the Comics Corner. Okay, that was terrible. So, um, we have four comics to talk to you about One, today. two, three, four. Yeah, two of which, no, three of which we have both read. Yeah. So maybe I'll lead off with this one that you haven't read first. Or okay. That way we can just discuss from there on out. All right. Um, so what is this you got? I got Batman White Knight number four of eight. This is the Joker Batman, right? This is the Joker Batman and the Batman Joker. 
Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand that part. Batman White Knight, written by Sean Murphy and uh, with Matt Hollingsworth. Um, I like this book. I am growing tired of this book. Why are you growing tired? Um, I just... Let's put it this way. I, I love the role reversal of Batman and Joker, and in this he's cured. So he's Jack Napier. And it's it's been established in the book that the Joker was like a, basically like a different personality that had taken over in him. Like, in so many words. I'm right. kind of paraphrasing. So, the Joker in this storyline was originally the Joker. He was he the was Joker. the bad guy. On, like, the crazy. first couple pages of the first issue, he was the Joker we all know and hate. Okay. And love. And then... Um, now he's Jack, just Jack Napier. A.K.A. Batman. AKA, well, he's not Batman. He's, like, basically... To, like, to, to use comparisons for people that haven't read this but are familiar with the, the Batman world, mm-hmm. he's kind of a combination between, like... Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne. Okay. Uh, not Batman. Harvey Dent, but not Two Face. Not Two Face. Okay. Pre Two Face Harvey Dent. Billy D. Williams Harvey Dent. Yes. Or Aaron Eckhart pre Third Act. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and it's I think the first couple issues I really liked because it really made Batman like not likable because of all the damage and all the stuff and he looked like he didn't have any bounds. But now it's kind of wandered and taken more of this, like, um, neo-Joker thing. And what I mean by that is not Harley Quinzel, but, like, the second Harley that is in the Batman world that I didn't know exists. Um, That's not there, Harley Quinzel? There are apparently two Harleys, and the original one is back with Jack Napier. And this other shittier one is now the neo-Joker. Hmm. I did not know this. I don't like it. I think... It's also very confusing. It's very confusing, and... Because right now, there are, there are elements of this book that I really like. I like the Batman slash Bruce Wayne element, because he's dealing with his, like, <clears throat> with like with Batgirl and uh, Nightwing and all these people. Like, he's totally losing them. But... And, and Alfred is dead. Um, and, spoilers. Thanks. And, <laughs> I was going to read it. I don't maybe. I was going to look at the pictures. There we go. You would have learned that. Um, that's my bad. Um, <laughs> and then you got Jack Napier, who's got his Harley, but he's more with Commissioner Gordon and, like, the people of Gotham. And they're okay with him. And they're getting okay with him. Okay. Because they're starting to see... He's, he's done a really brilliant job in the book of, like, going so vanilla and so right. Like, and by right, I mean, like, R-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Like, that, like, Batman has no choice but to look wrong. And so that, those elements, I love. So is it an issue of Batman not trusting him? Yes. And the world, and the city of Gotham turning on Batman. Interesting. Because they revealed in the last issue that, in number three, that, like, there's a $3.2 trillion fund. To fix Batman's to stuff. To fix Batman, fix Batman's stuff. And now Jack Napier's like, what I want to do with this money is put it towards a new police force that is combining the GCPD and Batman and his people. And Batman's resisting. But Batgirl and Nightwing are not resisting. Is and it just Batgirl and Nightwing? Is there any Robins or anything else? It's just those two that, okay. I, that I remember seeing. So the, all those elements really work for me. But right now there's like this weird focus on the Neo-Joker shit. And I don't so, love it. So now it just feels like a Batman, a regular Batman story. 
it feels like there's one too many elements, and that one too many element is the um, the Neo Joker, as okay. she's calling herself. And so is it? Do you think she's going to resolve that story? How many how many issues is it? This is number four, and the, there are eight total. Oh, so they probably went in. This is what she looks like. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but she's got all the villains for her. Yeah, there's sex going on. That's cool. Um, that's Jack Napier and Harley Quinzel. Or Har- Harley... Uh, is it Harleen? No, what's... Dr. Anyway. Quinzel. Dr. Quinzel. Um, Dr. Quinn. Yeah. Yes, woman. So, she, um, so like, the, the problem with this book now, and we're halfway through, is clearly the Neo-Joker thing is going to develop, and it's not going the way I think it should go. And so now it's just a distraction. So... But here's to hoping, because like a lot of the book I like. Yeah. Okay. What's so, what's first on your pile there that we've read? So while we're on the subject of uh, Batman losing it, let's talk about this new Batman 38. Woo. The origin of Bruce Wayne. Dude. This was a tough read. Yeah. Not because it was bad. No. Opposite. it was very good and very dark. Very depressing. <clears throat> especially um, the last panel. So if you haven't read this... Please read it right now. This Pause is a book this we podcast don't want to ruin for right you. now. Yeah. Because we're about to ruin it. And I know we always say that we're going to do spoilers, but this one, man. Yeah. Um, this this kid that Bruce Wayne is consoling. What's his name? Um, I forgot. I'm not I, sure they ever address it. I don't it. think they ever say his name. Um, but they call he his uh, butler calls him Bruce Wayne. Well, th- let's, th- this is the thing. is It's a little kid. It's not Bruce Wayne. No. But he's like obsessed with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And and he's a rich kid and his parents just died. He's maybe 10. And his parents died and he forces his butler to call him Bruce Wayne because of his obsession with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Okay. And we see here, right, cutting. No, this this isn't him. No, I know. But this is a, a, oh, a, yeah. a bit of a foreshadow. And there's lots of death. Lots of death. His parents were stabbed to death, right? Yeah, it was like 47 and 74 times. Yeah, a ridiculous amount. Yeah, there's just so many. Um, Very, again, very good book. The the issue I have is like off in color for something. Yeah, we we saw that on Twitter, anyway, saw that there are some issues that went out all fucked up. Mm. And Robert and I both got fucked up ones. Yay. Um, But it's still very readable. Yeah. It's just visually, you know, I like pictures. Mm. Uh, so this story, and I, the way I thought it was going, it looked like it was the butler did it. Mm-hmm. And there's a really interesting, like, I don't know, I think it's comp, it's a fan-made, but it's obviously non-canon Batman story, where you find out that Alfred actually killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Oh. And he had, he hired the hit on all three of them. Mm. But the guy couldn't kill Bruce Wayne because he's a kid. Because Alfred wanted the money. Mm. So. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's dark. 100 years or whatever of betrayal yeah. we all feel. Right. Everyone knows Alfred. So uh, that's what I thought this story was going with. The, Even worse. The not Bruce Wayne kid. But yeah, you know, it got worse. So obviously he died, right? Mm-hmm. The, the butler died by falling off the roof. I forget exactly what happened. Um, I read this a while ago now, um, but then you, then Bruce Wayne just wakes up and realizes no, it wasn't the butler, it was the kid. Yeah, the kid had his own parents killed, 
and made the butler frame himself. Yeah. Fra- yeah. He framed the butler. Because the kid wanted to be Bruce Wayne. And yeah. the only way to fully achieve that would be to kill his parents and have his, well, have his parents be killed. And on his parents' tombstones, you see at the end, he's crossed out his parents' name and wrote Thomas and Martha Wayne. And then I can't tell because the issue's messed up. He, he has scarred his face, too. I'm not quite sure what it says. I think it says Bruce Wayne or Master Wayne. No, I think it says Thomas and Martha. Oh, you're right. Thomas and Martha. And, and then he goes and tells him, he's like, you don't know what it's like to lose your parents. Like, you don't know what it's like to be Bruce Wayne, basically. Which is obviously ironic since yeah. he is Bruce Wayne. But I think, I think we're going to see more of him. Oh, yeah. This is the... Well, and I think Tom Keenan said this is the birth of a villain. Yeah, this villain. is like almost Joker-esque it's villain. This it's, is... It's so fucking creepy. Yeah. This was such a great book because it was so fucking terrifying at, at, at the end. Yeah. Man, Tom King, especially after all the love story we've been getting lately, like which yeah. I which I've we been loving. We had super friends, part yeah. one and two, so yeah. much fun, and then he comes out with this. And here's the thing that's it's crazy and why I love Tom King so much. They're both equally good. Yeah. Just in such different directions, it shows his range. It's really great. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to say the credits on this. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is. I forgot who drew it. I know. Obviously, we know Tom King's the writer. Yeah. Um. It was uh, Travis Moore to the pencils and inks. Yeah. And uh, who did colors? Uh, Julia? Is it with a G? Oh. Or, I don't know. Gulia? Gulia. Oh. <laughs> Sorry if I don't know your name. Sorry, uh, Sorry Julia. Uh, Bruce Coe did the colors. Cool. So. Yeah. yeah. Great, great issue. Yeah. I wish my issue was correct. Yeah. Uh, Tom yeah. King, if you're listening. <laughs> Hinted. Sent us some shit. Um, my um, address is. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we finish out DC? Yeah, let's finish out DC. Uh, uh, so we had Mr. Miracle just came out last week. Number six? Yeah, number six out yeah. of 12. So halfway. Halfway there. Great issue. Yeah. Um, you just, you, it's fresh in your mind. Yes. Yeah, you read I, it about I, an hour ago. I just read it. <laughs> um, this was a lot of fun. Again, uh, Tom King, you know, uh, he's the man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mitch Gerard, Jared's. Jared, sorry. I don't know how to read good. Mm-hmm. Did the pencils, inks, colors, and parent colors. He does everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, this is a great issue because, like, well, as where we left off with the last one, uh, Barda basically decided, like, no, no you're not staying. getting executed. Um, so now we're... Ironically, she wanted him to stay, and they just go there anyway. Yeah. And the whole time, it's... which uh, This is one of my favorite things about Tom King. He does this a lot. The whole entire comic, they're fighting. They're going through all these traps and mazes and stuff, and they're having a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. They're talking about redoing the condo, blowing up the law. The entire issue yeah, is the, about fucking redesigning their condo. Yeah, that's it. And and I, I, I caught on to this halfway through, and obviously you find out that Barda is indeed pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's why she wants to redo everything. She wants another bedroom She wants to kid. build a bedroom and a bathroom for the kid. And and Mr. Miracle, obviously, Scott Free is doesn't want anything to do with it until he finds out she's pregnant. He's like, yep, I'm on board. Which is the most adorable panel. If yeah. if we had an award for panel of the week, like, uh, no, not that one. It would be the one where he, like, comes up behind her and hugs her. Oh, that one. It's really cute. It's in the bottom corner, I think, of one of them. Anyway, um, but it's, like, the most adorable, like, oh, my God, Marta, I love you. Yeah. Whereas, oh, there it is. Look at the smile. Yeah. It's so cute. Um. 
But yeah, this this whole issue is just like this total fight to the death. Them trying to make sure Scott doesn't get executed, and the but also the dialogue. That's what all the visual is about. All yeah. the dialogue is just like Barda trying to convince Scott Free to redesign the the condo is just brilliant. Until the last two pages, we think possibly four <laughs> pages. That way, we don't have the. We're last, not, we're not quite sure. <coughs> um, and when he goes to confront uh, Orion, mm-hmm. he finds Orion. Him. Would it be Orion? I always thought Orion. I always said Orion. Hmm. I think you're right though. Because now that I heard someone else say it, like that's how you would normally say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's agree to disagree. Moon on finds him, I guess, dead mm-hmm. or really badly injured. Not sure. And uh, what 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 is it? Uh, what did you do? Dark side doesn't doesn't do. Dark side is. So there we get we, that we haven't seen Dark side is in a while. Yeah, and we haven't seen Dark side. No, this is the first time we've seen him. Yeah. Um, and for me, because you know I'm relatively new to reading comics, but certainly DC comics, this is the first I've ever seen Darkseid. Yeah. So this is cool. Yeah, this is. Now we're now that we've reached the halfway point, we're on something new here. Yeah, and the last thing he says on our books, <laughs> mm-hmm. he says, "I saw the face of God," and he's just terrified. Yeah. And nothing usually phases Scott. No, he was totally fine with getting executed. Yeah, he was like, "Whatever, I don't care." And so seeing that face, mm-hmm. like, shit happened. Yeah. Great, great book. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying the series. I'm glad you forced me into the series. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And I, I love these thick covers, too. Oh, yeah. I like them, too. The yeah. short run covers. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish they were all like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably way more expensive. Yep. So. I think we pay a whole extra dollar for this. Probably so. Yeah. All right. Well, that goes. Let's. That takes us to our last book to review, yes. and this. Uh, this is a really cool thing for us as hosts of a, of a nerd podcast. Yeah. Because this is the first time, and we haven't been doing this long, so this is cool. Yeah. This is the first time that a comic creator, independent comic creator, has reached out to us and asked us to review their book, and for us to like, we got a copy of it. Yeah. You know, it's digital. Um, so we got the digital copy uh, and we just talked back and forth with, the, with one of the creators. And and now here we are reviewing it. We both got a chance to read it, right? Yep. Um, this is Wolverton, Thief of Impossible Objects. Uh, the creative team behind this are writers Michael Stark and Terrell D- T. Garrett. Or maybe it's Terrell T. Garrett. Probably Terrell. Um, well, I'm not the only one I can't read. Yeah. Uh, art by Derek Roddenbeck. Uh, colors by Ellen Belmont. Letters by Elizabeth McBride. And the editor slash publisher is Michael Stark. I'm assuming who I talked to uh, via Twitter was Michael Stark. So You didn't, know, you didn't, get, the, you didn't get it? No, we didn't get that far. I don't <laughs> think he knows who I was. I'm Adam. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, sorry, I kind of stole your, your iPad. It's fine. Adam is much more involved on Twitter than I am, yeah. only because I'm still not quite sure how it works. Yeah, me neither. And yet I, I find a way. Um, so <laughs> Life finds a way. This, this book... Um, we started with a, basically like a one-page descriptor, like giving us some backstory. Well, to me, it was more like, like a, this is my family and like what my family's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know is, is sweet, um, and it was it kind of set the tone for what we were mm-hmm. going to do. Uh, and then when the actual book starts, uh, we're on uh, we're taken to a ship. That's what, what, been, what's the year again? It's like, 1910. 1910. Is what the I couldn't. 
Look, like the year is also right there. Oh yeah, nineteen ten. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a ship getting beaten to shit by a storm mm-hmm. out there. We see the captain uh, is you know tr- trying his best, but then we uh, we see that a thief. Okay, and this, and we're obviously assuming at this point that this is Wolberton. Yeah, um, has gotten aboard and is going after uh, a particular package on the ship, a safe, and he's going through to break into it. Um, and we see something that I haven't seen before that I thought was pretty cool is that he breaks into it and then something slams it straight. Yeah. It's like God damn it, <clears throat> he's do it again. again. It's uh, a lot of this stuff throughout this entire comic. It's like there's some. Like serious stuff, there's some action and there's comedy. It's light. It's it's very light, which I enjoy. A lot of comics these days, especially that last Batman one, mm-hmm. not a lot of comedy. In comics, there should be some comedy. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It should be lighthearted. If the story calls for it, it does, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not down. I'm not saying. Yeah. <laughs> the other one was bad. It just because like, I think because most of the Marvel comics are a little too funny, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, DC tends to go a little too dark. Yeah, um, I agree with you. This this set a, a, a good tone. Um, the the bulk of this issue is is the is the, the action. Yeah, is the action. Um, and stealing the item. It's this heist. Right yeah. yeah, getting and, off the ship. And he makes a point to say he's like he's not going after the money. He's not going after the the you know the gold and stuff. What he's going after is a package, and this package has a severed hand. Yeah, it's the monkey claw. Monkey claw. I think is the name of it. I've seen that claw before. Because mm. it grants wishes. Yeah, which and, I... And this, in this uh, reality, there was magic. It's kind of gone away. It's been outlawed, outlawed and replaced by science. Mm-hmm. So it's very close to our own reality, except magic actually existed then. Yeah, which... And, and well, I, oh, well, we don't know for sure it didn't exist now. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting... Um, in this regard, um, and what I love is like when it gets down to a point where he's like, "I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this," and that's how we kind of learn what uh, it does. What it does, and so he makes a wish, and one of the fingers on the monkey claw goes down. Yeah, and he doesn't get really what he wants. It kinda, well, no, he gets exactly what he wants. He wants out of there, and he gets out of the ship into a whale. It went into the safe, into the whale. Yeah, and then he wishes to get out of the safe because you can't break yourself out of a safe. Yeah. But then, and then he gets rescued because the whale beached itself. And well, he uh, made another wish to get out of that, so it beached the. No, no, he didn't because he made a wish to get out of the safe, and then he ends up in the whale. Yeah, but then I thought he makes a wish to get no, out of the whale. He only made two wishes because I think if I if I if this is the call I'm thinking of, after you make the third wish, I think you die or something bad happens. Oh, okay. So we'll learn more about it as we probably. Yeah, read. I think so. Okay. Well, yeah, the whale gets beached, and then where he's greeted by I guess a priest. A priest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is, I mean, you know, not, not in a disrespectful way, but like the only way I can think to compare how I, how I saw the relationship was almost like he's his Alfred. He's Wolverton's Alfred. See, I was thinking more like, um, Van Helsing and the Friar. Oh, sure. That's, that's kind of the relationship I was going with. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I think, I think both pretty eclip- uh, yeah. applicable. Yeah. Um, and we get referenced in the one page, just, uh, kind of prelude at the beginning of a, a, a love interest that he had in the past, With Eliza. Eliza, yeah. yeah. And Isabella, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's Isabella. Yeah. Totally. Um, and then she's referenced here towards the end in the car ride back. Um, yeah, he needs to ask her for help mm-hmm. stealing a diamond. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, that kind of takes us into uh, the city and we're out, we're out of the ship. And this is kind of like, it's only the last couple of pages that don't have action. 
Yeah, but we meet Mr. Gray, mm-hmm. and he ends up being Dorian Green. Gray. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So I wonder if this maybe like we're going to be introduced a lot of the. Uh, if you see the League of Extraordinary of Gentlemen, mm-hmm. so I think this is maybe along those kinds of lines. It's like this is old tales that you know we've heard. These are like tales that we heard before comic books existed. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool that there's a comic book now of these guys. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, we'll, without going into too much detail, because we don't want to, we want to spoil this one a little less. Because there's a really, really good chance that you haven't read this. Yeah. Um, because it's so, um, so independent. Um, but, you know, it, it continues on and there's a little postlude uh, through mm-hmm. all this. But uh, overall, Robert, what'd you think? I liked it. I, I will read the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like lo- it more than the Marvel ones I'm reading. Well, that's unfortunate. I don't have any Marvel ones I'm reading. Oh, then it's your favorite <laughs> independent book. Um, uh, the, the only problem I have with this book, and it's not really a problem as much as it is just like a preference, I would have rather not had that one page at the beginning. And I would have rather have learned about all that in the process. Right. Like, I would have rather have learned that Isabella exists in the car ride away after the beached whale. Yeah. Like, I, I'm okay with some of this. Um, but this is the thing. is like, these, each of these, like, paragraphs could be, like, issues in the future. Or, or what well, they could have done. And I'm not saying you have to do anything. And I'm not a writer, so don't listen to anything I'm saying. It was more like him writing a letter to someone. Mm-hmm. So this... This definitely feels like this is a letter to the audience. Yeah. Or if he could have written a letter to the priest friend, mm-hmm. like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And like, so it would be more informal towards. So it, it just feels a little bit like a catch up. I, yeah. And, and I feel like we could have learned, like, that's something I think you would have in, like, a volume two. Yeah. Um, overall, though, it doesn't diminish the book for me. No. It's just a preference. Um, overall, I really like the 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 concept of the book. I like like you said, I like that like Dorian Gray kind of comes out of nowhere. I like that there's the monkey claw. Like I like that there's just kind of like I don't really know what this book is about yet, other than Wolverton. But in but in a good way, I don't know. I I don't. I'm not quite sure what he is. Well, he's I, a thief. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. But well, yeah. I think I think he's more like an Indiana Jones character. Well, you know that's funny that you say that because I was kind of thinking of it as like almost like Indiana Jones meets Catwoman or something. Yeah. Um, but very, very cool book. Um, and certainly, uh, thank you, uh, Michael, uh, or Mike, however you prefer to, I'm assuming it's who you, you, I talked to. Michael. Th- th- Mi- <laughs> um, thank you so much for sending us the book. Yeah. Um, we're definitely gonna, um, uh, continue reading if we're able to get a hold of number two, um, and, and so forth. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's our, our fourth and final book in the comics corner. And, uh, comics and, and this this is a, a perfect ending time yeah. for the episode. I think this is a good good length. Good as as I've been described in the dating world, uh, this is a good length. Um, I haven't heard that one yet because <laughs> I'm so large. Yeah. What I usually hear is almost. No, uh, <laughs> but I usually hear is oh womp womp. Oh, well, I can't imagine a more depressing note to end on. Um, so no, not terrible news. Yeah, this has next, been uh, Nerds of the Multiverse. <laughs> next week we'll catch you up on some, some more comics and, and the wrap-up of The Gifted, more S.H.I.E.L.D., and soon we'll do a separate episode for Runaways. Uh, for runaways yes. um, that Season we'll, one. We'll, we'll at least have one guest yeah. on there. We'll get a guest. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
Someone. You know then who else has seen it? Brian. I don't think Jen. They both watched it. Okay. We'll figure it out. You'll you're gonna be so excited, folks. Yeah. Um, can't wait for Brian and Jen. You guys know them so well. Yeah. Until next time, uh, I've been Adam. I've still been Robert. And if you uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us at nmultiverse, or you can email us at nerds of the multiverse at gmail.com. Okay. I remembered it this time. Good job. It's our fucking name at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye.